Want to know why your interiors or images don't look like the ones you see on your favorite social media feeds? What if I said I could let you know and show you what's missing and how to transform your spaces with clarity and confidence? The truth is creating beautiful interiors is simple when you know the right strategies, but most people go about it the wrong way. This is why I created the Styling Masterclass. It's the only program that simplifies the art and science of styling, giving you the clarity and confidence to take your interiors to the next level and attract your dream customers or clients so you can make your creative dreams finally possible. This is for you if you're an interior designer or photographer, have an Airbnb, a homeware shop or e-commerce business, and you want your interiors to look like the ones you see in your favorite books, magazines or Instagram accounts. Come learn how to style using my signature method so you can elevate any interior and create compelling imagery, which is your most effective marketing tool if you're selling a product or service in the world of interiors. Any successful business owner knows that styling is your secret weapon to cut through the visual noise, stand out from the crowd and grow your business. Styling is something that you don't want to leave to chance. In today's world, images are everything. This is why leading interior designers and architects always use stylists to finesse their spaces for photography to make sure they've got incredible imagery that they can use for their socials and website. Come learn how to make styling not only an essential element, an easy way to create content for your socials and websites, but learn how it can propel the growth of your creative business. If you're serious about creating beautiful interiors and a business you love without struggling in obscurity, this is the program for you. I'm going to share my process and give insights that you're not going to get anywhere else because I've been working as a professional interior stylist for the past 15 years. The Styling Masterclass will give you that clarity and confidence you need to take action and connect with your dream customer or client so you can make your creative dreams possible. Go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level to learn more and enroll now. Enrollments are open for only a short time. So please, if you're interested and you're ready to take your interiors to the next level, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, and each week I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help encourage and inspire you wherever you're at on your journey. Before we start today's episode, I want to let you know that I've created a free mini styling masterclass if you'd like to learn how to transform your home with confidence. I will share the three foundations to create a home you love without making unnecessary mistakes or spending money when you don't need to. Plus, if you join me for this free training, I'll be offering a bonus on how to declutter and organize your home. You'll get all the details on how you can access this bonus when you join me for this mini styling masterclass. All you have to do is register at nataliewalton.com forward slash mini styling masterclass. That's nataliewalton.com forward slash mini styling masterclass.
Hello, everyone. I thought today I would really lay it out in this episode about how to style with confidence. Because really, if you want to create a home that you love every day, then the styling is a really simple way to do this. But often what holds us back from doing it is that we feel that we're not doing it right. You might feel that you don't really know what you do should be doing. Does this look right? How have you got all the elements in there? And, and what's actually involved in the process? So for today, I really wanted to break it down for you so that you have a clearer understanding of how to style with confidence. Because when you do have that, it really can help elevate not just your home, but how you live your life overall and the opportunities that are available to you. So let's take a look at how you can do go through this process, because really there are different ways that you can apply it. The first is that you might just want to use it for your own home. You might want to bring more joy and beauty into your life on a daily basis. Think about that experience when you first walk in through your front door and when you look around your space, how does that make you feel within your home? Is it the best that it can be? Well, styling is a way that you can elevate your interiors and it's not necessarily about going out and buying expensive things. You can really use what you've got or what you love. So we're going to go into that, but also you might be interested to learn styling because you've got an online business and you want to learn how to style the products for your online business, or you might also have an Airbnb and you really need to create the best images possible for your space that you can share on social media or alternatively, of course, for your for your guests, you want to elevate the experience for them. So there's so many ways that styling can be a great tool and asset to have within your arsenal of skills. So I'm really excited to share more about this process because it's something that has really helped and improved my own life. It's a journey that I've been on. I started at Real Living Magazine and that's when I really came across the concept of styling. Back then, people thought it was really about fluffing cushions, but there is so much more to styling. And it really is, I've, I'm a big believer that, you know, the way that you dress and go out into the world is often for other people, but the way that you create your own home is for yourself and for your own enjoyment. And styling is the tool that you can use to get you there. So a few years ago, I came across a quote by the author, Paul Arden. I think he's actually since passed. Uh, but anyway, it's in a book, which um, I love. And I think it's called something like, it's not how good you want to be. It's um, how great you want to be. Something like that. I will put it in the show notes. I'll put a link. But anyway, he said, give everything you know away and more will come back to you. And that's certainly been my experience of sharing my styling journey. I have styled for many different magazines all around the world, hundreds of homes, and I've learned so much in the process. And it really was quite confronting when I first read that quote. I thought, oh, you know, I don't want to let people know what I know. Like that's, you know, that's how I earn a living. But there was some kind of itch within me that thought, well, really, what have I got to lose? You know, everyone approaches things differently. And so I hosted my first workshop. It was a sellout within 24 hours. I was blown away and had requests from all around the world of people wanting to learn how to style their home. And I decided sort of then and there that 
I was going to put, if I was going to create something, I really was going to make it of value. And I was going to put everything that I'd learned about styling into this program. And that is what I've done. So I'm going to give you a taste of some of the key ideas behind styling so that you can apply it to your own home and, um, and your own life. So one of the key ideas is that you can only create what you can see. So your vision lays the foundation to how you get there. So it's really important to have a clear idea of what exactly you want to create. We're inundated with images every day, you know, thousands of images, and it can be so easy to get caught up in how other people are living their lives, what they're doing, but you really need to create a vision for yourself and what you want to create within your own home. Now, there are three ways that you can do this. The first is to create a vision board. You can also create a storyboard or a mood board for the particular space that you work, want to work on. And you can also just sketch out your ideas. Now, I use all of these elements when I'm creating my own home, but also when I'm doing for magazine shoots, when I'm working for clients as well. So a vision board is really a kind of a big picture concept, and it's really good to kind of look broader than beyond your own home. So really try and find some images that are about your life overall. Like what is your kind of, what does your dream life look like? And gather inspiration. So there can be images from travel. There can be homes. There can be even, you know, personal style, the way that you want to look. And you can even include keywords or concepts within that. And really try and distill it down to say a grid of nine images that really create this vision that you want to have for your own home and life. Now, this is something that I did when I was working on my book to This Is Home to really get a clear sense of the types of homes that I wanted to have in my book. Because once you start to engage in this process of distilling what it is that you want to create, then you can create more intentionally. And that is the key. Now, storyboards are when you want to get more specific about a particular space. So if you have, for instance, your living room or bedroom, kitchen, then really start to then find some inspirational images, but try and down again, narrow it down to say nine and then three. And then if you can try and find one, but don't focus so much on that you're trying to recreate the look, really focus on the feel that you want to have in that space. And then look for how you can transform that image into your own space. So that obviously if in the image they've got high ceilings and you don't have high ceilings then you need to adapt it, but focus on the feeling that that image has. So you might not be able to hang pendants from the ceiling, but you might think, actually, I can use that same material. Maybe it's some kind of textural, natural woven material, uh, like rattan or whatever it is, and jute, it could be seagrass. And you think, well, I can't have them hanging from the ceiling because my ceilings are too low, but maybe I can put them on the wall. Or maybe I can introduce that texture through the rug or some other soft furnishing, soft fabric that you can introduce to your space that creates the feeling that you want to have, but it's not so caught up in replicating the look. And you can also have a look at things and let it be a launch pad for other creative ideas for your space. You might think, well, I live in a particular location, maybe it's near the beach, and I want to have something on my wall. I don't have the budget for art, but maybe I can get a surfboard and you could source one a particular color, or maybe you could even, if you're 
very creative. Maybe you could paint it yourself in an artistic way or even commission somebody to a local artist to, to paint it for you. You know, there's so many ways that you can get creative when you're looking to transform your space. Now, also you can use, if you're going to work with a photographer, if you've got an Airbnb or if you've got an online shop, then it's often a good idea to work with people who are professional. They can be much more efficient than you, but you also want to create a mood board for them and the type of feel and the look that you want to create. So that's a really valuable tool as well. Now, when I style homes for sometimes for magazines, definitely when I was doing big photo shoots, but also in my own home, sometimes I will just sketch. And I mean a really, really rough sketch about where the different pieces can go and, and how I might style something because it's a way to see something before you attempt it and get the ideas clear in your head before you kind of waste time because then you can start to get yourself into knots. So just sketching out ideas can also be really helpful. So there's three different ways that you can think about how you can create this vision for yourself, a vision board, a story or mood board, and just an idea sketch. So that's one of the things that I want you to think about. Now, also a key part of styling is planning. You know, it can be so tempting to just rush straight into there, but if you actually take the steps to, to plan to bring your vision to life, then you will again be a lot more intentional about what you create and get less distracted by all the other ideas that are out there. So you need to source, obviously, the things that you're going to use within your space. Now, this can actually be going around your own home and looking at things in other rooms. How can you repurpose them within another space? You need to obviously curate your space and think about how it's all working together and schedule the time. Because if you don't make a, a time for it, then it just won't happen. So I really encourage you to not underestimate the power of sourcing. Because what you select speaks volumes of your values and how you will experience the space as well. It really comes down to the heart of the space that you're creating. So think about sourcing in terms of going back to that mood board and the feeling that you want to create, but also how the materials, how the objects within your home help to tell that story of your home and what's most important to you. That might be sourcing objects that are handmade and that are visibly handmade. You can see the kind of craftsmanship in something. Maybe you really value vintage pieces and that's what you want to focus on. There are so many different elements within objects that really do tell this sort of subtle undertone of a story about your space and think about what you go out and source when you're looking for things. You know, it's very easy to just go out to, you know, a chain store and think, oh yes, this you know, I've seen a lot of this type of object around, but when sometimes you do that and you just kind of go for what's easy rather than being really thoughtful or intentional about what you're sourcing, it doesn't necessarily add to the over, overall feeling that you're trying to create. So it can sometimes look like an imitation. And is that what you want to feel like in your own home? So be really careful about the objects that you do source because they are all part of the overall story that you're creating for your home and how you'll experience it as well. And the same is true for Airbnb. You know, people, people can tell when something is authentic and when it's genuine. They can read between the lines and you've got to be really careful about what experience you want to create for people, 
What message are you sharing with them about your values in the products or the items that you source? As I mentioned, you can get really creative about it and look at the back of your cupboards. I can't tell you the amount of times I've been inside people's homes and I've sort of said, I might bring in a whole bunch of different flowers or foliage and ask them for advice. And they say, oh yes, I think I've got something at the back of, just hold on for a second. And they start rummaging through their cupboards and they say, well, I forgot all about this one. Yeah, you could use this one. And so often people actually forget about what they own because they're tucked away. So really go into your cupboards and see what you have and try and see your space with fresh eyes and move things around. It gives your home such a new energy when you you know, swap out a chair or a stool into another room or move a chest of drawers into another space, maybe into a hallway instead of a bedroom if you can. Whatever it is, like try and repurpose things and give your space fresh energy in that way. So a big part of styling is curating. And that really is to select, organize, and present. So that's why curating really begins in the planning stage. It's a process of assessing how your objects work together. You really want to make sure that they're all going to help tell this visual story that you're creating and work towards your end goal. So it's one of the ways that I do that is basically when I'm sort of thinking about the different objects, if it's in my own home or somewhere else, then I might go and just create a folder of all the images for that space. And it can be as simple as that. It can be just dragging images or taking photos and adding that to that space, adding that to a folder and looking how all those objects work together. Now, of course, you can get more you know, techie about it. I also do things on InDesign. I, you can also use apps such as, or online sites such as Canva, which is a free tool where you can create mood boards and so on. But just to see how the materiality works together, how the palette is working together, it's just helpful to see all those things together. Because when you're in the space, again, it can get really distracting to be looking at, there's so many different elements, but when you isolate them just individually, it can be much more effective in that sense. And then styling is really how you get creative how you bring all of those elements together. And there are some key foundations that help that happen. But first, you need to schedule in the time to prepare and plan for any changes. You know, you need to schedule the time to play in your own home, even if it's just saying, you know, every day after maybe the kids have gone to school or whatever it is, I'm going to reset the house or at the end of the day, And I'm just going to test out a few little ideas. You know, what happens if I move this vase into this spot or if I just try and make this into a little cluster and really notice the impact that that has on your space? Because you will only ever get results by doing the work. It's so important to actually put ideas into practice because you won't get results any other way. Schedule the time to make it happen. Now you're ready to take action. So let's have a look at what's involved in taking action when it comes to styling. So styling is how you can transform spaces using what you love or what you've already got. It's knowing about what to place where to create a beautiful interior. It's also knowing how to edit and enhance as well as elevate your spaces. And styling is how you can create compelling visual stories for your brand or business. It's so interconnected. And that was one of the reasons that 
For me, once I learned styling, I realized how much it informs photography, how much it informs graphic design. It's so interconnected with interior design as well in terms of knowing these principles of design and styling. They sort of overlap in a great sense. So the first element is really important to have a focal point in your room and or if you're taking a photo and even just using your phone to take a photo of your space, it's really helpful to, to look through a viewfinder and sort of say, well, what is my focal point here? And it can help create clarity for you in that sense. Now, you also need to think about proportion and making sure that all of the objects work together really well. And you want to make sure that you're avoiding, one of the common mistakes that I see a lot when people are styling is to have too many bitsy bits. You know, they sort of, on a sideboard, have lots of small pieces. You're better off either having objects on mass or going bigger with fewer objects. I really do believe that less is more. And when you're more intentional, rather than having lots of little bitsy, your eye doesn't know where to look. It doesn't know where to focus. You also want to try and have balance in your room. And that is where there's a sense of calm within the space. So have negative space within your interiors or within your home as well. But you can create balance in other ways through color, through texture. And those are some of the key elements to consider when it comes to balance. I love adding movement to a space. This is something that also gets overlooked quite a bit. But movement brings a home to life. It brings a space to life, especially if you're doing stills photography or still styling for products, you really want to make sure that you've got a sense of movement. Otherwise, the image can look really flat. So the way that you can introduce movement into a space is through flowers, foliage, um, through fabric, you know, the sort of the way that the a fabric moves in a space or is draped in a space. There are many different ways that you can introduce movement, even sometimes just the way that chairs can be twisted or a light can be positioned, a floor lamp can be in a space you know, they can all create a sense of movement. Rhythm is really important too. And this gives energy to a space or a sense of cohesion. And that can again be through color or through texture, materiality. They're all ways that you can introduce rhythm into your home. And then unity brings all of these elements together so that they feel cohesive. One final element that is really important is to create contrast as well. This is when you kind of have a little bit of friction in your space and that's where you get the real interest and engagement. And this can be having contrasting materials. It can be having something a little bit unexpected within your space, but it really does bring it to life. Now, editing is a huge part of styling. You bring all the elements together, but then you need to look at it and really assess if it's all working together. And this is where often I suggest the students who do my course, the Styling Masterclass, to look at each individual piece and to think, if I was to take that piece out, would it be missing? Is it performing a task? Is it elevating it, you know, helping to elevate the space? Is it sort of performing one of those seven foundations that I just spoke about? Is it providing balance or movement? What role is that object playing in the scene? But when in doubt, keep it simple. It really does help. If you just keep it simple, you will get a much stronger result. 
Now, in terms of elevating, styling is part science and I've kind of gone through the foundations, but it's also an art form. And like any craft, it really does require practice and for you to be intentional about what you create and really think about what response you want to get from your interiors and from your home. How do you want to feel in that space and really focus on that and check in with yourself when you're creating your spaces. Is, you know, is that object helping to create a sense of calm or does that help add to the beauty of my home? You know, what role is that object doing? There isn't a right or wrong answer often, but it really is about focusing on how you want to feel in your space and making a commitment to making it the best that it can be. And as I said, this is something that you can do every day and especially if you're intentional about how you create. So I want you to think about how you want to live and if styling is a way that can help elevate your home. Take a look around your home right now, if you're at home, some of your spaces, and ask yourself, are they the best that they can be? And think about those principles I've just spoken about and how you can put them into play. But as I said, the best way to get results is to take action. Now you can carve out time for yourself or you can, of course, take a program such as mine. You don't have to do that, but whatever you do, take action. That is how you're going to get results. One of the great things about me when I was working in the magazine is that I had a deadline. Every week I had a deadline that I was either styling a home or a studio shoot, and that takes you into action. You have to think on your feet. That is when you learn the, you know, the, the best learning experience and curve. I mean, it can be a sharp learning curve, but that is when you learn. So I really encourage you to carve out the time to style your home and make it the best that it can be. It doesn't mean that you have to go out and buy lots of things, but really look at each space and if everything is there for a reason and if it's contributing to the overall sense that you want to create within your own home. As I mentioned, you know, you might also want to consider this for your business or if you've got a holiday rental. Um, there are so many ways that styling can benefit you and your life. And one of the great things about it as well that I never realized going into it is that styling is a skill. And once you learn it, it's like riding a bike. You never forget it. You can take it from home to home. You can use it for different careers, different jobs. And like I said, it does feed into all of those different things. So if you embrace those seven principles, you will learn how to style with confidence. But like I said, you need to put it into action. You need to carve out that time to make it happen for yourself so that you can create this dream home because it will only ever happen when you take action. So I hope that you have found that helpful. If you do want to take this idea further, then you can sign up for the Styling Masterclass. Enrollments are currently open. Otherwise, I have a free mini Styling Masterclass, which you might be interested in taking. So I look forward to hearing from you and I hope that you find this episode helpful. All of the links and info you need to access for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast and the people of the Bunjalong Nation where it was recorded. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint.